Friday, the 10th of May, 2019, PBE Daily Podcast, Early Mornings and Late Evening Podcast. My name is Point Blank Evumbi. Welcome to the first Friday ever of this show's existence. I am actually thoroughly glad with myself because this was something I did on a whim after a year of really thinking about what I could conceptually do on a podcast. And this one actually, I'm content with what, what I'm doing with this because it found a life of its own. And I'm loving the reactions I'm getting from guys and the episodes which I've put up some of them and all these are literally based upon topics that i would come up with on the fly and as i go because that's the 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 essence of this particular podcast is this early mornings you think one thing late evenings you think another now if you take that and take a few minutes of that and record it to talk to people this is what you get and i'm very very happy with that i'm very happy that you guys are enjoying it and i'm very happy that you've been taking time to comment about it and even hit me up and for those who actually have my online information actually taking the time to actually talk to me about it i am super super stoked about that thank you thank you for that now woke up just a few minutes ago friday was getting up a little harder than i expected last night since i was i was checking out the episode of the tv show that i'm actually a part of called let me 60 i normally do a segment where i recap or I re-up information about how I think people could deal with music in the music industry. I've been a part of the music industry for almost 17 years. I dabble in and out and I'm, I'm glad whenever I get the chance to actually see that show happen and to hear the reactions people have to the topic I talk about. My favorite reaction thus far is always from family and my pop stayed up. That meant a lot to me because he literally watched it and he was like, yeah, I see the sense behind that. And he doesn't listen to hip-hop like the first mixtape he actually listened to hip-hop not to brag was my very first mixtape and since then i've been part of a couple of eps here and there and i intend to make more music as the the future comes by because this year again i've been having a flood of inspiration for a lot of things i came up with concepts for two particular albums and i hope to record them eventually another thing i intend to do is me and my best friend have wanted to make a group together and we're gonna make that happen there was a piece of of drawing i was supposed to make for it and i was having a hard time figuring out how to actually execute the painting i figured it out a couple of days back and i'm I'm glad he loved what he saw so that's out of the way we're happy with that we're gonna make great things happen and you guys are gonna enjoy that there's one thing i saw last night that actually it, it didn't jump into my dreams which actually makes me happy because from entertainment that I watch sometimes it informs my dreams because I kind of continue the tale in my head and the thing I saw was the trailer for the new the sequel to the It film the Stephen King uh, novel turned TV series turned movie and the sequel the trailer was creepier than even the first film was it's just a, a snippet it, it was like one scene from the entire film and when you look at it it vividly describes the level of creep you can make just by making a guy crawl in the background and that kind of stuff just gets me every time no visual jerks or making you jump out of your seat but it just had you just it, it's the first time i couldn't predict exactly where the jumps are gonna be and i love that now the thing i want to talk about today is remakes and uh, rehashing of things there's nothing wrong with rebranding if it's done right it's like a universal language if it's done properly any rebranding will make the mess just sense and people are going to enjoy what they see it is one show i remember it as a tv series when i was a kid in the 90s and it was creepy as hell when i heard they're going to do a remake of it i was skeptical but then i saw it and i was happy with what they did 
a lot of times the comic book industry which is an industry i love and hold very very dear does a lot of revamping and relaunching of characters for example every decade with a new set of people hitting the age of 18 i think they release a whole other film with a whole lead actor being replaced of a particular storyline or story arc now in recent past and this is now it's flashback friday we're gonna use this in, in recent past i feel there have been two hits and misses but the hit was uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. The miss was the script. I had very many issues with the scripts that this guy was being given because the movie Man of Steel was supposed to be the coming out party of this character who was going to become the iconic hero that he's always been. For those who don't really jump into the comic book rabbit hole know this, if there was no Carl L or Man of Steel, there would be no comic book industry as we know it. He was the pioneer. He was created by two teenage boys in the 1930s and from his successes, everybody else got a shot at becoming a visual artist who made money from that kind of work. Now, it's years after that. I mean, the character Batman was made in 1939 and now that character is 80 years old. So you tell me, an 81-year-old, an 88-year-old, and an 80-year-old character, how far can you push the margins of making them more interesting for new audiences to watch? And to do that, you have to constantly question what is the trend or what is the trend you want to make? Because I think the mistake we make is we, we want them to make something that would really be perceived as the dopest thing ever, but they're fearing of how we're going to react to it, so they, they counter themselves by not making something fully potentially thrilling by being original and if you deny yourself that originality you end up falling flat on your face because we end up hating the product and that, apart from say they did a hit but it was just timing of it and the script was also bad I'd say Ben Affleck Ben Affleck could have been the best Batman for a Dark Knight movie because he physically looks like he's a mature character who's been around a while he's been around the block he, he could be potentially the guy who actually shows that when you age in a profession that is very dear to your heart based on professions of, of post-traumatic stress disorder you would be an impactful character but the problem is the script he got made him look like he was just he, he was he was trying too hard and I, I, I guess maybe that's why he's left the character these, these are all alleged stories as far as what I've heard because until I hear it from the horse's mouth I don't think it's just that proper And for other companies, like I used to blame it on the DC comic book company for why their movies don't really work so successfully. But I think I have to blame the company that owns what Disney, what, what DC is. And the competition isn't between Marvel Comics and DC Comics. The competition is between Marvel Studios and Warner Brothers. And they're worried about the bottom line. Disney Studios is kicking ass. Marvel is kicking ass all the way up the park. Now, as far as Warner Brothers is concerned, they are failing simply because they're trying to play catch-up way too quickly. Sometimes you have to let certain ideas fester and marinate. They don't want to do that. They just want to go straight into merchandising because they feel, hey, people have been enjoying these things for all these years. Maybe their children or their grandchildren are going to enjoy them anyway. And it's, it's the wrong approach to take. 
One studio took 10 years to build a relationship with the audience and lovers care so much about them that they, they, we even contemplate the ending of their contracts, we feel sad. Marvel Studios is the closest thing to World, World Wrestling Federation I've ever seen in my life. Like it, it literally looks like when you hear Ric Flair's about to retire, it's how you felt when you hear Robert Downey Jr. is about to retire. Now, when you look at the Warner Brothers Studios as far as the DC Comics franchise, the animation department has it right. I firmly believe Warner Brothers Animation does a way better job than Warner Brothers the film department when it comes to the comic book material. And I'll prove that by saying this. If you go through their catalog, on whichever website you're going to watch this stuff on, if you go through their catalog of animation films, I would pit those animation films side by side against the live action films of superheroes. Except what? The Killing Joke was terrible because the first couple of minutes did not belong there. They, they, they messed up a perfect tale by trying to impose their own shtick into it. But that's whatever. Another thing I think it's gonna be okay with, I'm gonna be okay with is based upon a trailer I saw for HBO's Watchmen series. Now I never expected Watchmen to turn into a series because from what I understand and what I saw in the trailer this week, the, the series doesn't really have much tied to the original comic books back in the day, written by Alan Moore. In fact, I don't even think Alan Moore is involved with these, but it's neither here nor there. And people are trying to monetize of these products that were originally consumed as read material. So that one could be an interesting thing to watch. Another show I truly enjoy, it hasn't reached its remake level yet, but I'm, I'm loving how it's developing so far, is American Gods. American Gods is a very dope series. And mainly because I like these ideas of um, demigods and stuff like that. But it's also its execution. It's really a dope show to watch if you're a person who's curious about the, the faith-based um, god system that has existed forever. And if those gods could work this earth, how would that play out? Remakes serve a purpose for a different generation, which is why I am very okay with, with guys who will have arguments about when it comes to when they pit certain political characters against the others. Like when someone says Superman or Spider-Man, stuff like that, like it's generational. To argue with that person would literally just make one of us look like or both of us look like idiots because we were all being groomed into that industry of fandom differently and we should accept that it's different. By accepting the difference of it all, it just betters us. We need to accept that. And to be angry at a person because they will don't see things from your point of view and then you end up having a rant online is kind of sad. And I, I, I will admit, the one blog I put up reacting angrily towards certain comic book films, yes, it got a lot of reviews and it got a lot of likes, and because I acted on a whim that way, it was counterproductive. Yes, because you're passionately writing in anger, it came out as a dope blog to me. But past that, it didn't give me the chance to realize that the movie Batman vs. Superman, which is super controversial to guys who don't really read the comic books currently, that movie was made for guys who read the comic book arc called Injustice. And even from its name, it had me really worried because the villain has become the more prevalent character than the hero. And I know it's corny to have guys who not cross a certain line, but it serves a purpose, man. There's one character who wouldn't break his code, and I hated him for it, but I kept on watching. It has to be the Daredevil series on Netflix, and on the second season, who was dealing with uh, 
uh, the Punisher. The Punisher is not afraid to kill, but Matt, Mur- Matt Murdock or, or, or Daredevil will not let him kill. And as a result of that, I hated his guts because he believed in the law, but I love the fact that he made me react that way. Because now literally make me look like, yes, there's a sliver of hope if you can actually allow yourself to think about things outside the box that maybe the, law, the legal system would work. Hey, I'm a Kenyan. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an optimist by default. <laughs> Maybe it's born from the fact that I come from the, the cradle of mankind. But these are just my assumptions and my takes. I can say this very, very calmly and, and, and productively. Friday the 10th of May, I can safely say there are two remakes and relaunches of products that are coming out in different platforms and I'm going to enjoy what they've become. Let me know a couple of remakes you've been thinking about in your head and how you wish they would become the next product that people really talk about or really indulge with. So I'll be back in the evening. I think tonight is going to be either later than it should be or I'll do it slightly earlier because there's a couple of things I'm supposed to do past 6 p.m. And let's hope I, I leave that space productive enough to come record something that's actually of value to Yes, I want to see if it's possible for me to do podcasts on Saturdays and Sundays. So that's going to be the play I do to over the weekend. As much as I try to stay within the house over the weekend, I'll try and make some productive material for you guys to listen to as well. My name is Point Blank Vivundi. As I would like to all have you all say eventually, be Caesar or be nothing at all. Seize the day, people. God bless. Have a good one. And of course, awesomeness is all that counts. One.